Hello, welcome to another episode of Anime Matters. I'm your host, Seven. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ace. Probably not a hot take. Attack on Titan is the greatest show, not greatest show, greatest anime of all time. However, the only way that Attack on Titan failed us is if we don't get a spinoff. You want a spinoff? I want a spinoff. So I got a couple candidates here. Well, wait, 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 wait. Before you get in, are we about to spoil immediately? What? Are you about to spoil the finale review that we're going to be doing later? Are you going to just jump right into spoilers or no? What spoilers? I don't know what you're about to say. I'm going to tell you right now, the the, uh, the title of this is going to be Attack on Titan finale reactions. So if if they come into this and uh, don't expect spoilers, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Go ahead. The only way Attack on Titan failed is, is if we don't get a spinoff. So a couple of the candidates I got. I got the Ackermans, okay? This is a history of the Ackermans because I really don't understand much about that family and what's up with their powers, how come they weren't affected by the Titan shit. Um, another one I got is King Fritz's reign. Mm. So just kind of go through... Um, uh, fuck, what? Ymir? Ymir just standing by his side like him when he had all that power... Uh, who were the contending powers at the time? How did this all just come to happen? Three, I got just the fallout of Marley. What? What? How do they plan the attack, or do they plan on attacking? I just gotta kind of want to see what what happens over there in Marley. Well, I feel like we got bits and pieces of each of those things. Probably on the on the Ackerman front, we got very a little tiny bit you know but not as much the lineage i think we got a little bit of fritz you know just just a bit and understanding generally we got drawings how we... of fritz no oh you're talking about oh oh you're talking about like the very beginning the founder of eldia i mean yeah you wanted to see that fucker's reign after ymir died you wanted to see that continue on after he made his daughters eat her like i I, yeah, I guess we could have seen like the early stages of Titan power. That might be interesting to have seen. I didn't know that he made his daughters eat her. Do you not remember that? Yeah. No. After Ymir jumped in front of the spear, he's he, his daughters, uh, Rose, Maria, and Cinna, had, the, walls. the walls, yes, Rose, Maria, and Cinna ate the mom because he was desperate to try and retain the power however he could, and sure enough, Boom, boom, boom. And so, you know, there we go. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. Like, it would have been interesting to just see the early stages of Titan power development. But, yeah, I, th I definitely think there's room for spinoffs. I absolutely do. They wouldn't be that similar to the show or have or rather it has its own spin on it, its own feel, its own uniqueness that would make it, uh, you know, a fun work uh, to put out there. And then the, the last spinoff is just kind of uh, going off on the ending. What do you mean? Just how the whole show ended in the credits? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think if you I think if you pick up from there, then you absolutely have a lot of room. Like I so there's this novelization. I think I've touched on it before. It's like a fanfic but kind of published under Attack on Titan. It's weird that they published it. It's basically a bunch of people's interpretation on Attack on Titan and one of it is like a modern day Attack on Titan. So it'd be interesting I guess in the, in that we're assuming the Titan powers are absolutely gone so it might be different. It would just be that world maybe a continuation with the characters um, but yeah definitely be be interesting and almost be an entirely different anime if there's just no Titan powers but yeah I, I, I think there's definitely room for spinoff and 
I'd be excited to see what they could come up with. But if they never end up doing it, hey, we at least have our masterpiece that we can always go back to, give our rewatch to. And uh, yeah, without further ado, that is what we're going to be talking about today, actually. Obviously, the finale of Attack on Titan came out. We're going to be diving into it, reviewing the finale, talking about the finale, talking about the show as a whole. But first, before we get into all that, as always, we got to kick it off with some Anime Matters. I haven't a clue what's going on here, but I'll act like I do. First piece of Anime Matters, Nintendo announced on Wednesday that it is developing a live-action film adaptation of The Legend of Zelda franchise. That's cool. With Sony co-financing, Maze Runner director Wes Ball is attached to helm the project. How about that? Wait, did they say live-action? or Live-action. Oh, okay. We're going to get a live-action adaptation of The Legend of Zelda. I mean, yeah, that can work. That could definitely work. I, I thought it was going to be like cartoon, though. Mm, no, it doesn't doesn't sound like it. I mean, you've kind of already gotten that with the video game, but we've seen what what's that fucking? I can't, why can I not think of it right now? The video game, uh, Last of Us. No, Last of Us is that right? The zombie one, right? Yeah. Yeah, The Last of Us has seemed to work. Now that's zombies and that's been done to death and so you kind of know how to do it already. But there's, you know, there's obviously fantastical elements in Legend of Zelda, but I think that's something that I would fucking love to see. I bet that there is a massive audience for Legend of Zelda of people waiting to see more of that. I think if they casted it right, I think that they could get like a, like whoever took the part of Zelda or of uh, Link, Mm -hmm. like they'd have a career out of it. You think so? I think if they did it right, it could be like a superstar role. Yeah, like launches you into the yeah. into the stratosphere. Type like, thing. oh, that's Zelda, that, or that's Link. I always well, call it Zelda. And they did, and I haven't watched it to be honest. But The Witcher, I know that they've done that was from a video game. Yeah. It's got fantastical elements in there, and they were able to nail it. They cast it perfectly. You're telling me there's nobody running around looking like Link out there? Hundred percent. Plus, The Witcher's nowhere near as big as what Zelda is. Yeah, and so you have a built-in audience a built-in you know demographic that's going to be tuning in to give it a chance so this almost feels like something that probably should have happened a long time ago and is only just happening so yeah definitely optimistic about that it just feels like man the success of one piece is really spawning some live action chances people are taking risks on these live action because they're recognizing hey there is a chance here there's a market there's an appetite and we're hopefully going to see a lot of good shit come out because i told you that marvel run that marvel well got dried up and people need their new thing this is the new thing telling you all right next piece of anime matters crunchyroll and sony pictures entertainment announced on monday that they have acquired the north american and select global theatrical rights for the spy family code white anime film and will open in north america in 2024 so next year it sounds like a spikes family movie is coming out man i guess I guess I didn't realize how many animes just get films. Like, not that yeah. I know Spy Family is a big one, but like, is there anything that absolutely needs a but film? Yeah, we couldn't get one for fucking Attack on Titan. God, that would have been cool. Yeah, never forgive him. That would have been. That would have absolutely. That is a good point. We didn't get an Attack on Titan film, and it, you know, would have been obviously a spectacle without getting into it because we're going to get into it here in a moment. But yeah, it would have been an absolute amazing experience but yeah we get yeah we get spikes family we get that time i got reincarnated as slime black clover has films so on and so forth yeah we get a film about a chair oh, we can't yeah. get one about attack on Su- suzaku or what susume suzume that one yeah which is actually available on crunchyroll so if you want to check it out check it out all right next piece of anime matters cnn business reported on thursday that disney will acquire comcast 33 percent stake in the streaming service 
Hulu for $8.6 billion this year. After this, Disney will own the entirety of the streaming service. God damn. I know that's not necessarily anime other than the well, fact that well, Hulu, Hulu has, has a, a lot, lot, of, a lot yeah. of anime. Uh, but god damn, dude. I did not. I never knew how big Disney was. I just want to say I did not realize Disney was the conglomerate that it fucking is. Did you know this? Um, I guess not really. I mean, I thought of Disney, just kind of Disneyland, which, by the way, I'm going to in a month. Ooh. Um, And then, uh, I mean, just the movies. Yeah. I I knew that they bought ESPN, but it it didn't seem like there was any differences to it. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't, like, to me, it didn't register that, like, they're, they have their hands in everything, right? They have their hands in sports. They have their hands in the streaming business. They're acquiring new... I didn't know Disney made that kind of money. I should have known, considering we went to fucking Disneyland for a day last year, or no, year before last, and I probably spent like a thousand bucks like in a day. Holy shit. No, I didn't actually spend that much, but, uh, you know, still spent several hundred dollars, probably like four or five hundred bucks, but still in one day, like that money goes fucking quick. So yeah, I, I should have known, but yeah, Disneyland uh, or Disney acquiring Hulu. Let's see if more streaming services are to follow. Hopefully that doesn't mean bad things for the anime library, but you know, I doubt it. All right. Last piece of anime matters. Mega meme. Hayashibara steps down as the voice of Hello Kitty after 33 years. Voice actress Megumi Hashiyabara, whatever I said, announced on her blog on Wednesday that she is stepping down as the voice actor of Hello Kitty. She has voiced the character since 1990. November 1st is the day Sanrio celebrates as the character's birthday, and Sanrio is marking the character's 50th anniversary. So, all that to say... I didn't fucking know Hello Kitty. I don't even know what Hello Kitty is. I didn't know is. Hello Kitty had a voice. Yeah, I didn't know it was like a, a, a cartoon or an anime or anything. I thought it was just like a... I didn't know what it was. I just know it. it there's on a lot of backpacks. But like, people watch Hello Kitty or is it just like... I think it it's was merch. a show. I think it was a show. But I've never known Way it back as in a the show. Day. I've only ever known it as merch. As just like cute merchandise. It'd be like fucking... What, what, was, the, what was the dude? Uh, the dude on the scooter... Remember him on on the shirts we used to have, like Punk or Neff or something? Chump. Chump, yeah. It'd be like if he had a fucking show. I never knew it. I only knew Hello Kitty as, like, merchandise that people had. So, yeah, I guess Hello Kitty has had the same voice actors for 30 fucking years, and they're celebrating their 50th anniversary, so I guess... Yeah, sell your stock. Yeah, get get out of the Hello Kitty business. (laughs) All right, so without further ado, we are going to be getting into it. The Attack on Titan finale spoilers upcoming. Let's talk about it. Here we go! What the hell are they doing? All right, well, it's over. I mean, Attack on Titan has finally legitimately ended. I know there was a lot of people, a lot of grief about how long they stretched it out and how, you know, the false advertising of the final season, but it was really not. And they called it season four for three set separate parts. But now that we're here, all that put to bed like this, that's it. We get no more Attack on Titan. So with all that said... How are you feeling? Like it's done. The story has now been been told. Like, how did that finale sit for you? Recognizing like what it had to do, the story that it had to conclude. So I, w- I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that Attack on Titans more than an anime. You know, it's just one of the greatest TV shows ever. Uh, and I felt like that the ending kind of 
reflected that because it's not just an anime. It just it showed us a message, a huge message just about life and civilization in general. I mean, when you see the way that it ends with, you know, the world rebuilding around that and then just tearing itself back down. And then you see the person walk into the tree at the end, you know, just leaving us like, oh, is that a spinoff? But um, I don't know. I just that 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 part just it, it stuck with me. I'm just like, fuck, dude, like that. They really just tackled that huge concept of like there's just never ending war. It does. It doesn't matter. So in like getting from. Where we started the show to that, not what I expected. Yeah, I mean, to me, the finale had an almost impossible job. It had the the job of wrapping up this story in a way that made sense, right? You have to, this big thing you've been, you've told with the all these expectations, the weight of the world on its shoulders, and it had to put, you know, put a bow on it. And I think it did a damn good job at doing that. And like you said, like it stayed consistent with its theme throughout. Like that's what it was building toward was this big messaging of the futility of war. And that's kind of how we end was, you know, but we'll get to there in a second of how, how it ended. But it just told this grand story that I think when you really look at it as a story of war, as a story of a never ending cycle, as a story of hatred, be getting more hatred, be getting more war. It's beautifully done. Like it starts out Aaron, you know, witnessing his mother being eaten. He develops a hatred of Titans. He, you know, they're battling Titans, but oh my God, there's more nuance to it. Oh shit. There's this whole other people that hate us. Oh my God, wait, we're being told they're devils, but we don't know. And hatred fueling more hatred until we finally reach the conclusion, recognizing that even though that great evil power, which was the stem of some hatred is gone. Hatred will never die. War will never die. This shit just continues to go on because it's human nature. So I just thought it was an amazing message from start to finish to be able to tell that. So um, this is not related to Attack on Titan, but Kendrick Lamar on his last album, he took forever to release it. And Mm. it kind of made me realize I would rather someone wait forever to release something that's going to be a masterpiece then release like three mediocre things in the meantime. And I think that's what attack attack on Titan did with this final season. It took them forever to release it all. But I mean, I don't think it hits the same way if they just kind of do it. However, you know, yeah, Hadn't they run out of source material at a certain point? Yeah, so the source material ended in 2020. That's when it actually ended. Like, that's when the manga... So the manga's been done for three years, but they still, you know, they took their time, they refined the animation, they made sure that everything hit right, and when it, you know, when it by the time it came out, it absolutely hit right. So just to jump in now into the finale... The finale left us off with Armin and everyone showing up, pulling up, ready to face off against Aaron. We are absolutely ready to go toe-to-toe with Aaron to try and stop the rumbling because no matter what, even if he's on our side, genocide is wrong, okay? And so Armin is pulling up, ready to face off with fucking Aaron, and man, we get a fucking battle that ensues. Not only are we fighting Aaron, all of a sudden, Ymir is spawning all these past Titans from all the past lives. Like, every previous, like, smart Titan, as we I call them. We got fucking Arrow Titan. Yeah, we got all the Titans, the previous iterations of the Warhammer that's got these dope-ass arrows. That We've got different iterations of the Beast Titan. Of the, all these Titans. So, starting at that point, like, how would that one hit for you? Did, did we get a... Did, did the Warhammer even have a name? The, the, no, it's just Warhammer Titan. No, the Warhammer, the Aaron 8. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's her name? Tiber. Um, I can't remember her specific name, but it got mentioned. Willie's okay. sister. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I felt like that <laughs> for such a cool Titan, it got no shine. Yeah, it was dead in an episode, basically. Yeah. It it died almost the second episode it appeared. But yeah, so like seeing all those Titans spawning, like at that point, and our people having to face off against them. Like, how did that moment initially hit for you? Because I thought that was so fucking cool. It's like, oh my god, like because you just you. Know, you didn't know i didn't know going into it, i'm like okay they just kind of kind of run on the bones and try and find the spot and like that is what they're doing but then there's a big conflict that arises with it yeah see i i figured there'd be like twists and turns and shit like i didn't expect that and i thought that that was a cool twist on it because it gave each person like their own individual obstacles that they got to get through um i i loved it i i, I mean i said it Right after I said, I think that was the best action I've ever seen in an anime, which is weird because it's not like actual fighting, but it's fucking sick as fuck. Yeah, the way they because the ODM gear is so unique and so cool the way that works. And with all, you know, with Reiner's Titan, like all these new Titans being introduced, there was so many moments of like, oh, my God, this is it. Like peak getting fucking smashed at one point by the Warhammer Titan. It's like, oh, yep, I guess peak's going to fucking die. And it's at the hands of the Warhammer Titan. And then we have a moment after facing all these different Titans. It's just like, holy shit, like uh, Levi is saving Connie. Connie is saving everybody's saving each other. Like there was a good like five minute stretch where they're just literally trying their best to stay alive. And it's like, there's no way they're going to do this they're fucking dangling it's reiner is about to like transform to try and take on a bunch of colossals like there's no chance it's gonna happen yeah i rewatched. i rewatched today and uh i was doing a funny little count reiner near death total yeah, yeah. reiner was almost dying the entire fucking yes, episode yeah, the whole fucking episode it was bear told bites his head off we thought yeah uh yeah. he tries he tries making john let him go yeah okay all the Warhammers fucked him up right before yeah. Good Ymir saved him. Yeah. And then finally Armin's blow up. So four times we thought we thought he was dead. My boy has plot armor for fucking days. But yeah, so in the midst of all that, it's just, it was a very, to me, it was like, like just, I don't know if it was intentional, but the way they made it to where everyone is saving each other yeah. just showed the desperation of the situation that it wasn't just like trying to take these down. They took down a couple, but it's just like all they could muster is saving each other to the point that even Levi got his leg bit off, uh, try, saving Connie, and now they're literally dangling from the bones in they've got no shot in that moment. I've been in on Connie's useless for years now, and it never proved more so than this fucking episode. He did nothing. Well, he acknowledged, like, hey, man, that was my, my B, my B. That was, that was yeah, my fault. We, we don't need you here. That was my you, no. you, you injured our star player. Connie's not, well, he, our star player was already injured. By the way, yeah, they okay, did that. But he lost a fucking leg because you, of him. You know, they respected Levi. Isayama respected Levi's power so much that he had to literally nerf him. He wasn't going to just like have him go into their full strength and get beat. No, he was like, no, Levi will never take an L. We'll never lose. But, you know, all that's going to happen to him is Zeke's going to fuck him up because he's going to get blown up. And so he's going to lose fingers and stuff going into the battle. Then he's going to lose a leg. That is the only reason that this shit doesn't get settled immediately because I believe I was there. And so they're dangling from, you know, from the bones. And all of a sudden, as it looked completely helpless, Mikasa sprouts wings or so I stupidly thought at one yeah. moment. Yeah, was I was like, what the fuck, Ackerman Power? And no, 
it was uh, Falco. Falco pulled up with Gabi and with uh, with um, Annie had pulled up. He can fucking fly. Gathers the troops. Everybody regroups. We set some missions and we are back off and running because Armin during all of this got fucking kidnapped. So, you know, Armin's kidnapped. We need to blow up Aaron's fucking head. And it's just like this crazy mission, all these things going on. And man, it, it just was like, we're in the midst of it. It was so fucking action packed. So goddamn exciting. The visuals, the animation, everything hit home for me. I think the only thing that kind of would throw me off would be, I, I mean, I wasn't really confused in the moment, but I thought they did a little much of it. Like, you guys really like the Armin uh, yelling at himself thing. I didn't, I didn't really like that that much because I felt like we were getting so much of that type of thing. Well, where it's like, okay, where are we at right now? What world are we in right now? Um, which I didn't mind the Mikasa and Armin one. Obviously, those are two of the biggest moments in the show or or in the episode. But like the Armin one, I could I probably could have done without. See, that's crazy because the Armin Armin's basically seeing himself before. So, like I meant, Armin gets kidnapped, and and so in the midst of that, he's seeing himself not be able to move, and he has this emotional moment of "You're fucking worthless. You can't. You failed. That you shouldn't have been chosen." He's literally still struggling with that. The fact that he was chosen over Erwin, and like trying to prove himself, trying to be something that he's that, that people think he should be because he was chosen, and all of a sudden. He wakes up in the paths and, you know, he meets up, links up with Zeke and they figure a way out of the situation. I thought it worked. I thought we needed a break from the action. I thought Armin's initial plan to just tell everyone, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to blow this shit up. was probably a probably it was kind of a bad plan. You think to begin so? With. They, they, they would have just been fucking shooting at the hip from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he was just going to let off a massive fucking explosion and hope for the best. But yeah, it did not did, did not exactly pan out. But what did pan out was whatever plan him and Zeke made in the paths to get some of, you know, they got some of the past Titans that were on their side. They got them free. And now all of a sudden we've got Bertolt out. We've got fucking, you know, Porco out. We, you know, we've got uh, Grisha out. Like all of these dead people have spawned as their previous titan form and they're going to battle and you know who else pops up and makes an appearance zeke pops up waves at levi hey waves at fucking levi levi's sitting up there because at this point he doesn't have a leg he's basically useless can't go down there he's on falco and moments later as zeke's looking off into the distance realizing what's about to happen boom head chopped off his head gets fucking chopped off. Levi does it, decapitates Zeke in one crazy fucking moment. Yeah, you were you were on Zeke's. You didn't want Zeke to die, and I was like, "Who are you?" I I I didn't want Zeke to. I wanted a different. I don't know what I wanted. You, I, you want to know how shitty of a person Zeke was? He he was still on the side of fucking genocide. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was still. Uh, he said to his fucking mentor, he was like. But for the record, I do think the euthanization plan was the right choice. Yeah, euthanization was not genocide. Euthan How well, is that kind not of, genocide? It, You're killing off an entire people. It was kind of genocide. They just wouldn't have been able to procreate anymore. So they would have died peacefully. So that's why it's euthanized. Mercy killing It's just like, hey, you guys live out the rest of your lives. We can't have kids anymore. That's all it is. So that was that was his plan. And so, yeah, he, in the grand scheme, wasn't a great guy. But I don't know. I guess I just wanted to see him as part of the new world. But I'm okay with how it ended because Levi's mission fulfilled. All of a sudden, 
For a moment, the rumbling stops. All these colossal titans stop. There's this epic shot with a fucking baby. The mom literally dies but throws the baby up. Everybody's passing along this baby, almost symbolic of like however, you know, all these generations can have an impact on the future generation. I think that was intentional, the way they messaged that. And and then the rumbling just stopped at that moment. And dude, I, I don't know, just the way that all happened, the comeback, it just felt so fucking cool. Yeah, that's one thing about the the entire episode though is if I felt like shit was moving so like so fast, I'm like fuck. Like what? Wait, what? Oh yeah, because Zeke's dead. He mm -hmm. no longer has the power of the rumble. Yeah, yeah. The 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 his death, the death of you know the person with royal blood that had been the key to getting access to Ymir in the first place, being dead now open. Yeah, it was. It would definitely took a lot of like oh shit, that's right because so much has happened because mm -hmm. it's a finale. You're all pent up, but in that moment. The rumbling actually stopped, and we have a chance now to defeat Aaron. Armin says, "Everybody, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out!" He gets to he gets to Aaron's nape, and uh, and uh, uh, at that moment, Reiner's holding down. What was he holding down again? He, oh, he was holding down that thing, right? That little squirming thing. He was holding that down. So that thing's actually called life. He, okay, so he's holding. That's what that's what Zeke called it in the past. Okay. So he's holding down life basically with the thought that if I if we separate this thing and kill Aaron, it won't have the host it needs and and you know this will all be done. He says, Armin says, Sayonara, Aaron, and just fucking blows up. They're like, Ryder, get out of there. I thought that was Reiner's death right there. And it, uh, he has survived it before uh, as the armored, but yeah. Then we find out, oh shit, Aaron's not dead. Armored's alive and Man, Mikasa in all of this couldn't accept that she was going to have to kill Aaron, but of course she was going to have to. So Armin failed at it. Mikasa rises to the occasion, and what does she do? Uh, she kisses his decapitated head. <laughs> yes. She decapitates him, kisses his fucking decapitated head, and we get a wrap-up after that of, you know, just kind of everybody going their separate ways. Our people do become heroes. Aaron has a—we we get a flashback to when Aaron talked to Armin, and he had explained his plan and then erased his memories with the power of the Founding Titan and explained that no matter what—and and we find out 80% of the world was wiped out. 80% of the fucking world Aaron wiped out. And, you know, Armin and them managed to save 20%. And for that, they were deemed heroes. But back in Paradis, they strapped up. They developed the military. And the series concludes with our people going back home. Uh, you know, Mikasa carrying around Aaron's decapitated head, burying it where it's supposed to be. She's still distraught years later. And that's kind of where we leave it off. Our people hopeful that they can change Paradis' mind about future war so what i loved about the ending mostly is that i did feel like it was a happy ending i felt like we extent. got our happy ending but at the same time it, it it fucked you up inside to see how like it ended in the roll credits yeah yeah because after that i mean like you said we we was mostly happy because our people like they lost the power of the titan so they succeeded in getting rid of the power of the titan ymir for some reason whatever mikasa did uh ymir 
the, the, the power of the Titans is no longer in existence, and our people are hero. You see Levi the, as a refugee. or the, the honorary Titans get their life extended because they yeah, were all about to die. They were all about to die The Titan because the curse of the Titans no longer exists. So our people become the war heroes. They'll, they're helping out some refugees, and so they have a happy moment of finally the war is over, but it also is bleak in the future in that we know that, uh, that Eldia is still preparing for war and then in the end scene at Aaron's grave what we see in the background it's time evolving evolving civilization sprouting up sprouting up oh my god we're at modern times but then a plane crashes into a building symbolic of 9-11 and then more war starting cannons cannons and then one time a fucking nuke and then all of a sudden civilization has decayed 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 and it just rinse and repeat and then we see somebody walking along entering the tree by where Aaron was born and maybe just maybe the power of the titans is not yet gone so it just shows man it showed everything everything to a perfect fucking conclusion perfect finish our guys got relatively happy ending but we still see that the war isn't going to end anytime soon even though we are now down to 20 percent of human population yeah so um you talk about levi being like a, a refugee i me, me and our brother thought that that meant he was just like another homeless veteran. Yeah, it's a good twist to think of it that way. But he was with everybody else, giving out no, stuff to the refugees. Yes, they, he was. No, they went to uh, they they went to uh, Paradis. No, but he we, he was where the, like him and Onyan Capone were, were there. there. Him and yeah. Onyan Capone were there. I I took it as he was helping out with helping out other refugees. I didn't take it as him being like a you know a, a homeless veteran. But you could think of it that way. Um, so yeah just all in all man i just thought this finale just hit on so many things it brought the action it brought the emotion it brought the conclusion the wrap-up of the story and it wasn't perfect happy ending you know like literally they stopped aaron he killed 80 percent of the population we actually get a moment where we see this was actually one of the best things they did was that they showed all these cultures, populations, civilizations, like basically him pulling up to India, to Europe, to the, you know, like it looked like what it would look yeah. like in other countries and seeing everybody have the same fear and horror feeling like because of how big the rumbling was. Like we got one additional view of the atrocity. And so, ah, man, it just hit every part I could have hoped for. And we still got some Aaron resolution in him talking and him, you know, saying, Armin, I will see you one day again in hell. I think they needed to do a better job of just explaining how big Paradis was because I can't imagine that there's that many Titans in the world for him to do it all that fast. Well, yeah, I think that, well, I think the, just the sheer size of it, but yeah, the wall, if you think about the wall, they're supposed to, because all the all the colossals were within the walls. Yeah. The walls were big, but you know, I don't know how many days it was. I can't remember. But, you know, they never stopped moving. That's the thing. They never stopped. Even though Aaron's not there, they continued moving and marching. So I think you have to suspend disbelief just a bit. We saw how fast those fuckers swam, too. Boy, you got to... <laughs> the idea of, oh, fuck, how are we going to kill off all of all of civilization? Let's walk. Well, they did swim fast. But, no, think about how big they are, though. How fast those fuckers are trying. Oh, they did tell us. They did tell us in estimated meters at one point. I remember that um, when they were trying to gauge how far along they were. We know Marley's fucking gone. We know we know at least some things that got completely wiped out. But, yeah, man, I thought, like, from where we started with this series, the fact that it was just 
you know, a couple kids, you know, a guy watching his mom get eaten. Like, that's what I remember it as. Like, it was, I remember watching that first episode back in 2011, 2013, somewhere around that time, watching that first episode because it had all this hype on, I think it was fucking Cartoon Network at the time that I watched it on, and seeing, or Adult Swim, and seeing what it became, the grand story that it was told, man, it's... It's just a classic. It's it's an iconic show at this point now, and it solidified itself in history for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would put it as the greatest anime of all time just because, I don't know, I just think it's uh, less than 100 episodes is perfect. Yeah. That's all it needs 99 episodes. Like, I, I love Naruto. I love just, I love Dragon Ball Z, but it, it's a little much. Yeah. It's, you know, like... Just show me, give me a great fucking story in this limited amount of time. Isn't it? That is actually when Look you at think Full about Metal Alchemist. When you think about ninety nine episodes, it it really isn't a lot. And the fact that I've watched, I've watched more episodes. I think of My Hero Academia than I have Attack on Titan, and yeah. that is crazy to believe because. I could tell you so much more about Attack on Titan. Yes, I've watched it more, but like more character depth, more growth, more story, more everything. And it was only 99 episodes. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is like 115. I've watched more Dragon Ball Super. I've spent more time watching unique episodes of fucking Dragon Ball Super than I have in Attack on Titan. And yet yeah. the impact, it's not even comparable. Think about that. Think about uh, literally 99 episodes. That is what from Shippuden episode one to I don't even think we get to pain yet. Like I, you know, like or actually maybe we do. But still, the amount of story told in those 99 episodes is unlike anything I've ever seen, man. Yeah, I'm just off the top of my head, I'm trying to think about some of the best animes that have a real message in them. So we got Attack on Titan. We've got Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. We've mm -hmm. got... Uh, I, I'd say Death Note, um, mm -hmm. and then it's kind of you, there's obviously others. Yeah, there's like Ste the, you know Steins Gate's got a great yeah, one. But, but yeah, but but that, that those are the type. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a Steins Gate. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming like Monster would be like one of those. Yeah, Vinland Saga's trending that way. Oh, yeah, that Vinland Saga's gonna be a good one. Though. Yeah, but those those storytelling grand, but like. The only anime, as far as that type of anime, that le because they're just different things, but the only thing I really can put on that level and consider it in the same breath is, for me, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, because I feel like it also masterfully told the story and did all these amazing things. I just, you know, unfortunately, I got more of Attack on Titan. You know, it, it is about a little less than twice as long as Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood got to tell a bigger part of its story. Um, but yeah, I, it just... I don't know, man. It, it, it's a shitty feeling knowing that it's over, but it also is an exciting thing knowing, you know what? For me, I like I was expecting the worst going into the finale. I thought because I'd heard that it was polarizing and controversial that it was just going to be some total dumpster fire thing, and it wasn't. Actually, one comment I was reading was like, yeah, all you manga readers that are shocked, it's because we didn't ruin our you know uh, experience reading some Reddit threads. Like Because apparently the reception seemingly by anime viewers only has been overwhelmingly positive, which makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at some of the reviews and, like, everyone was calling it a masterpiece. I'm like, it, it, it was. Oh, were they? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, no, I mean, and that's what I was saying the whole time. Like, I I, I, didn't, I didn't have any negative shit going into this just because after the end of Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm never going to believe in people that bitch about the ending of something because I'm always going to understand that when people bitch about the ending of something for the most part, it's probably because what they wanted to happen didn't get to happen. Yeah. And 
that's why you don't like don't plan on something happening that or else why would you want why would you care to watch the finale the finale and i hope isayama feels vindicated by this because the fact that i read previously in what you know one of our news portions that he stood up teary-eyed apologizing to a crowd over his ending fuck that he should flex on him call him little bitches flex on him because (laughs) the reception right now is overwhelmingly positive and you landed the plane on a fucking masterpiece and you shouldn't apologize to anybody for the message that you chose to send you were the one that put pen to paper you were the one that took this bad boy from episode one to 99 from chapter one to the very ending and were able to put it together you did a damn good job and all those people demanding change or whatever the fuck they were doing that led you to apologize you don't have shit to apologize for you did amazing isayama a standing ovation to you Uh, okay yeah okay okay. um how many titans do you think were in the wall i want to say the actual number they always said like millions but i think that was an exaggeration i want to say it was probably like hundred thousand five hundred seventy three thousand Ooh. Okay, wasn't yeah. I was I wasn't that far off. That we should have done that. We should have done just random uh, bits of Attack on Titan trivia to kind of you know reflect on close this out kind of a thing. Well, well I've, I've got some things. All right, <clears throat> what else you got? All right, so I got um I, some cool shit. Annie launching Mikasa. I thought that was one of the fucking dopest things. One of the best pieces of animation I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, so Mikasa fucking launches her odm gear onto annie's hand and just fuck annie swings back and just fucking launches her like throws her as yeah. hard as she can and, and like she goes flying through the, a the, million titans the, the history between them alone makes it pretty makes it pretty legendary just because they had always had you know their beef and then the speed of which she's fucking fly, and of course she can handle it and, you know because she's mikasa and so it was just so badass gene and connie's not actual death I thought, you know, that that was cool understanding, that, you know, this is what they were, you know, the whole time. Like, Mwah, they're disposable. She- okay, well, not that. <laughs> I did not chef's kiss that. They were not disposable. <laughs> I, if I didn't know any better, you timed that perfectly. Uh, no, I, I thought that was so good because I thought that was the end for them. You know, they they transform into, into pure titans and they just put arms around each other. We get beautiful animation, them looking out and... They've accepted their fate for a little bit. We think Gabby's dead. We th- it's just yeah, it was so well done, man. All the all the fake out deaths were so fucking good. Oh, Gabby, can we shout out Gabby? Gabby. I don't know. Gabby, Gabby, whatever you choose to call her. She once again sniper of the fucking year. Who is it? She, I'm actually forgetting. She sniped Aaron, right? Uh, no the um the Okipo. What's it called? It's the animal. Oh yeah, that's right. She did. Yeah. So the the animal, that pig thing that they were trying to catch, she fucking snipes it. Five for five in her shooting. She took down Aaron's skull, number one. She took down Flock, number two. She took down that thing. She took down Sasha and she took down a homie that was uh, hanging from the blimp. Five for five for fucking Gabby. Like what? Sniper of the year. Wait, she she shot Aaron, right? Yeah. She's the one that shot his head off. Yep. Okay. Um, I got the my the final like cool shit that I got is Levi seeing seeing the ghosts and uh yeah. his line is I guess this is the moment you gave your hearts for just referencing the give your hearts mantra of the scouts that uh Ervin would end the speeches with so I, Well yeah I mean yeah give your hearts Shinzo Sasagayo uh most famous lines for for them and uh you know and as he was seeing the ghosts he did the he did the hand on his heart Shinzo yeah. Sasagayo uh 
for them. And yeah, because Irwin pushed them all. He basically threw bodies on bodies on bodies to try and, you know, get more answers, get to the, across the wall. And then, and then when it came to Aaron sacrificing everything to save Aaron, like if you go back and watch those early episodes, like literally like people are just dying left and right under Irwin's command. And like, that was the vision was hopefully, you know, peace and it's 20% of population and it seemed like we got a few years of it. Unfortunately, that was it, but still. I'm pretty sure it was, it was that had it to be been a couple, couple centuries, yeah, yeah. you know. It was at least just, one generation. Yeah. At least one generation. At least three. Well, we and we know Paradis was... Well, because uh, Mikasa died an old lady. Yeah, she did die an old lady, but we know Paradis was preparing. They're at least building up a militia, but we don't know. It doesn't seem like a war actually happened there. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't take that like Paradis or them. It, it, I think it was like there were probably different countries at that time. Yeah, I uh, yeah. So I I do like that Levi had his little moment, and he was the last one of the OGs standing. Man, he really didn't die. I thought he was gonna die. So the last OG standing was was Levi, and then we got our people, or not our people, but the younger generation helping to rebuild it, going back to parody as heroes trying to negotiate a peace. I, man, it just. It was so well done. Um, you know, Armin and Aaron's flashback scene. Aaron, Ar- Armin realizing what Aaron was going to do. The sea that they once loved. All of a sudden, the vision is it of you know a, a sea blood. of blood. Recognizing the eighty percent that's going to be killed. The fact that we know, even though we can't see, Aaron visited all of them. He visited John. He visited Connie. He visited Mikasa. Armin. You know, it's just. Ah, yeah. Man. Um. So one thing about that, Mikasa's vi- like the Mikasa shit. That was Aaron's message to her. That was his visit. To yeah. Her. Okay. Th- so that, yeah, that, we did talk yeah. about that, but I couldn't gather if that was just her wishful thinking or if that was the message. But yeah, the the move on without yeah, me. Yeah, because um, he tells Armin that that's what he told her. Mm, yeah. Right. So yeah. So that's what that was. Um. I think he just wanted to have his moment with her. Like this mm. is what it could have been. But yeah. Heroes. Falco saves everyone's life by swooping them up from imminent death. Yep. Levi stops the rumbling by killing Zeke. Yep. Peek and John blow the neck of the giant bone thing, which uh, makes life exit. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, look at John, you know, uh, even better than Connie. Um, Mikasa kills Aaron with contributions. Yeah. And those are the... Uh, when Armin exploding and, and you know, kind of causing disarray. Seemingly yeah, to- that's not... That's like a... That's like a bye. No, Armin yeah. stepped up to the plate, man. I you got to respect Armin's leadership and he initiative. Got swallowed immediately. Yeah, <laughs> it was out of nowhere, but still, uh, he was the leader. Well, and actually, what one one like hidden kind of thing is Levi gives the final commands of like the mission because Armin's gone. So Levi never the leader. Like he was a captain, but never like the commander. And like tells everyone, I thought that was cool that like the OG got to step in and tell everybody what to do one last time. So ah. So great. How do you got to feel being Mikasa when, like, <laughs> you leave for half a second and Armin's already getting swallowed? Because <laughs> she, <laughs> she's the one, Armin! <laughs> no, it was, yeah, I mean, come on. They were stepping into hell itself. So, yeah, man, it, it just what a finale. I can't wait to to watch it again and just excited to to get to enjoy it. I, I've been holding off on what I, my usual tradition is I watch a bunch of other people's reactions just to kind of see how they, you know, get that feeling back. But it's sort of a bittersweet, sad moment for me because it's, you know, that's it. Uh, I'll get my rewatch.
Overwatch in and then I'll be even more sad, but I'm happy that it exists. I'm happy that I get to see it through other people's eyes. I'm happy I get to expose people to it and recommend it and know that it ended the way it should have ended. And that is masterfully. Yep. So shout out to Attack on Titan, my favorite show of all time. All right. Well, I would jump into what we watched this week, but I don't really think we need to. I think we, you know, kind of talked. This is what we did. We watched Attack on Titan. We enjoyed it. It deserves its own place uh, as far as, you know, how, how we should end the show. So, yeah, shout out to Attack on Titan. Excellent, excellent show. Excellent finale. Um, can't wait to hope there's more to come from it. But until then, peace. Deuces. Just